0: Two. Oh, Sue! Yeah. It is another episode of Old Timey Radio Theater with your wonderful mind reels cast and crew. Well, I'm Tim. I'm Sue. Behind the uh, the camera and drinking heavily is our <laughs> good friend Dave the Man. <laughs> cheers, cheers, Dave! Cheers, We're cheers! We are partaking tonight in Beringer's Main and Vine a Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs>
1: Twenty fifteen.
0: Good year. Taste good year. Yeah. Squib. So, so we're, uh, we're going with the classics tonight, sir. Yeah. So, uh, An
1: Academy Award classic yeah. known as the Maltese Falcon. Right?
0: We, have, we are showing some serious chutzpah doing this one.
1: And uh, just a quick apology to our patrons because this was brought about very haphazardly, very last minute, and there was no time to put up a vote, so I apologize. I picked it. I hope you like it. And if you don't, uh, SUCK IT! <laughs> we pretty much hurt ourselves on the practice read through because we were laughing so hard. And mm-hmm. we didn't even open the line until just now. Yeah. So, uh,
0: so take from that what you will. Uh, I'm just going to jump right into it because we announced the cast as we go through anyway. Yes, that's true. So, yeah. All right, we're mm. Mm. Without further ado, <laughs> 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 without
1: further ado, sir. <laughs> mm. The House
0: of... Uh, you know what? We're changing that. Cut. We're changing that. The House of Smithy nice. presents Academy Awards. Every week, it's Smithy brings you Hollywood's Green. finest. The great picture plays, the great actors and actresses, techniques and skills chosen from the honor roll of those who have won or been nominated for. The famous Golden Oscar of the Academy of Motion po- Pictures, Arts and Sciences. Sinuses. Sinuses. <laughs> sinuses. <laughs> Sudafed. Some, Some good Sonsies. wine here. I only had a sip. <laughs> so right. now, Smithy TV and Sons, manufacturing chemists of the medical profession since 1858, <laughs> bringing the distinguished star, Mr. Drew Nelson, mm. who you will also hear at Miss Anne Pervue mm. and Mr. Noah Danby. Oh. Mm. So <laughs> nice. Mr. Nelson, Mr. P- Miss Peru Mr. Peru, how's that? <laughs> oh, she she's she playing two roles. Yes, there is she, Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Peru. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Danby will play the famous roles created for the screen in *The Maltese Falcon*, the thrilling mystery which has no, sorry which was nominated—I am so tired—as <laughs> the best production of the year for the nineteen forty-one Academy Award. <gasps> My name's Spade, Sam Spade. It? License number
2: 357896, issued by the Police Department of San Francisco. Occupation Private Detective, sometimes known as Private Eye. My files in the case of the Maltese Falcon are closed, but I've got the Maltese Falcon. I got it, and some dough. My partner got murdered, and then a very slick chick went up for life. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> This slick dame comes to me for, for, for uh, comes like comes to see me one day. Gives me a song and dance about her sister and a guy called Floyd Thursby. She wants us to get her sister back before her mother and father get in from Hawaii. I put my partner Miles Archer on the case. That night, he gets murdered, and so does this guy Thursby. <gasps> I go around to the apartment where the dame is living. The one called Bridget O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> she had something I seemed to go for.
1: <laughs> oh. Mr. Spade, come in. I have come in. Oh, yes, so you have. Mr. Spade, tell me, am I to blame for last night?
2: You warned us that Thursby was dangerous. Of course you lied to us. About your sister and all that, but that doesn't count. We don't believe you.
1: Oh, help me, Mr. Spade. I I need help so badly. I've no right to ask you, but I do ask you. Help me.
0: (laughs) You won't need much of anybody's
2: help. You're good. You're awful good. It's chiefly your eyes, I think, and that throb you get into your voice when you, when, when, when you say things like,
1: Help me, Mr. Spade! I deserve that. But, it, oh, the lie was in the way I said it, not at all in what I said. If I'm going to
2: help you, I've got to have some sort of a line on your Floyd Thursby.
1: I met him in the Orient. He came here from Hong Kong last week.
2: Did he kill Archer?
1: Yes, certainly.
2: Picked a nice sort of playmate? Only
1: that sort could have helped me if, if he had been loyal.
2: How bad are all are you actually in?
1: As bad as could be.
2: Physical danger? I'm
1: not heroic. (laughs) I don't think there's anything worse than death.
2: Then it's that.
1: It's that as surely as we're sitting here. Unless you help me.
2: Who killed Thursby? Your enemies or his?
1: I don't know. His, I suppose. I'm afraid. I don't know. Who are
2: these enemies?
1: Well, there's a small, dark man with white teeth and a smooth... Dangerous fat
2: man. Oh, this is hopeless. Well, how much money have you got?
1: I've about $500 left.
2: Give it to me. There's only 400 here.
1: I had to keep some to live on.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'll be back as soon as I can. You need to come to the door with me. I can let myself out. <laughs> I went by the office and found a dark little guy with very white teeth waiting for me. His name was Joel Cairo, he was a Greek.
1: Mr. Spade, I'm trying to recover an, um, an ornament that has been, shall we say, mislaid. I thought and hoped you could assist me. Uh-huh. The ornament is a statue, the black figure of a bird. I am prepared to pay the sum of $5,000 for its recovery, and no questions asked.
2: Black thousand's a lot of money. It's a very interesting You figure. will
1: put your hands together, back of your neck, Mr. Spade.
2: Uh-huh. Well,
1: I shall sure. shoot you if you try to stop me, Mr. Mm-hmm. Sure.
2: You but will. I must
1: search your office.
2: You won't find anything but a pair of worn-out rubbers, a half pint of rum, and a pack of chewy gum.
1: Mm. We shall see. Please stand up. So.
2: Sure. This way?
1: No, the other way. Sure. <laughs>
2: <gasps> I'll take the gun, Mr. Cairo. Now get up.
1: Mm. I am very slow at things like this, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm still prepared to pay $5,000 for the return of the figure. Do you have it, Mr. Spade? No. Well, it is not here.
0: <laughs> Why did you just risk
1: serious injury to prevent my searching for it?
2: Well, I should have sit around and let people come in and stick me up.
1: you wish some assurance of my sincerity? A retainer? I might. Say, one hundred dollars.
2: Yeah, <laughs> You better make it two hundred. What? <laughs> but... Thanks. Your first guess was that I had the bird. What's your second guess?
1: Let you know where it is or where you can get it.
2: You're not hiring me to murder or do burglary, but to get back the figure in some lawful way, Say for a dame with red hair or a smooth, dangerous fat man.
1: Oh, so you know. <laughs> you must beware of them. They would stop at nothing. May may I have my pistol now?
2: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, sure. I'd forgotten it.
1: Thank you. <laughs> now, Mr. Spade, you will kindly clasp your hands behind your neck. What the Don't f- move, Mr. Spade! This time I might shoot. I insist on searching your office.
0: Sure, go
2: ahead. <laughs> I finally got rid of the Greek and started back for Bridget O'Shaughnessy's apartment. Matter of fact, I had a hunch that the Greek was going there himself and started to tail his cab when a sad faced guy poked something in my back and said,
1: Come on, the fat man wants to see you. Well, here he is, Mr. Gutman, the guy who was talking to the dame and the Greek. <laughs>
3: oh, Mr. Spade. Mr. Gutman. We begin well, sir. I distrust a man who talks so much. I like to talk. Of course, talking something you can't do judiciously, unless you keep in practice. Yeah. Now, sir, we'll talk if you like. I'll tell you right out that I'm a man who likes talking to a man who likes to talk. Well, Will we talk about the blackbird? You're the man for me, sir. No beating about the bush. Right to the point. Yes, let us talk about the blackbird, by all means. Mr. Spade, have you any conception of how much money can be got by that blackbird? No. Oh, well, sir, if
2: I told you, if I told you how, you call me a liar. <laughs> no, 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 not even if I thought so, but you just tell me what it is and I'll figure out the profits.
3: You mean you don't know what that bird is? Well,
2: I know what it's supposed to look like. I know the value in human life, you people put on it. Mr. Shaughnessy's didn't
3: tell you what it is, and Cairo, that Greek bastard,
2: didn't either? He offered me ten
3: thousand for it. Ten thousand? <laughs> <laughs> and dollars, mind you, not even pounds. Seriously, now. <laughs> they must not, They must know what it is, or do they? What is your impression? I can't tell. They're both lying. If they don't know, I'm the only one in the wide, sweet world who does. <laughs> As well, when you've told me, then I'll make two of us. Mathematically correct, sir. But
2: I don't know for certain that I'm going to tell you. No, don't be foolish. You know what it is, and I know where it is. Well, sir... That's si- why I'm here. Oh. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I
3: don't mean to cut you off. But, well, sir, will you be so kind as to tell me where it is? Don't be silly. Oh, you see, I must tell you what I know, but you will not tell me what you know. That is hardly equitable, sir. No, 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 no. I don't think we can do business on all these lines.
2: Yeah? Well, think again and think fast. I can get along without you, and keep that gunsil away from me while you're making up your mind, and I'll kill!
3: Hi, <laughs> oh, well, sir, I must say
2: you have a most violent temper. Well, what are you wasting time for? You got to 5:30, then you're either in or out for keeps. Three characters and a black shirt. Well. All I knew was my partner was dead and the cops were getting very uncooperative about the whole thing, including who killed Floyd Thursby. I thought I'd better get back to see that old Shaughnessy Dane before it was too late. And sure enough, it almost was.
1: (laughs) They came here and took
2: him away. Took who away? Who?
1: The police. They, They wanted to talk to you, too. They took Mr. Kyra with them. What
2: was he doing here?
1: He came to talk about the bird. Hey, what is
2: this bird? This falcon that everybody's all steamed up about.
1: Suppose I wouldn't tell you anything at all about it. What would you do? Something wild and unpredictable. Maybe. Well, it's a black figure, as you know, smooth and shiny, of a bird, a hawk or falcon, about 12 inches high.
2: Well, what makes it so important? I
1: don't know. They wouldn't tell me, but they promised me five hundred pounds if I help them get it from the man who had it. Go ahead. They promised me five hundred pounds to help them. And I did. Then we found that Joel Cairo was about, was going to take the Falcon and desert Floyd and me, so we did that to Joel first. You
2: are a liar.
1: I am a liar. <laughs> I've always been a liar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, don't brag about it. Is there any truth at all
1: in all of that yarn? Some, not very much.
2: Well, we got plenty of time. I'll put some coffee on and we'll try again.
1: Oh, I'm so tired. So tired of lying and thinking up lies and not knowing what is a lie and what is a truth. Oh, darling. Don't stare at me like that. Come closer, darling.
2: It is something to do while waiting.
1: <laughs> Why not? Kiss me, Sam Spade. Kiss me. Why
2: not? <laughs> uh, it happens every time. I'll get it.
1: <laughs> oh, be careful, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Will Willard. Okay. Come on, you. He wants to see you.
2: Well, if it isn't that fat man's killer. Hello, <laughs> pale face. How many you bump off today?
1: Shut up. Guffman's waiting for you. No
2: kidding. What kept you?
1: Darling, what does he want?
2: He wants me. The fat man. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes.
3: Well, Mr. Spade, I must apologize for sending for you in this fashion. No, never mind. Let's talk about the bird. Right. Let's. What do you think of the Order of the Hospital of St. John of Jerusalem? Crusaders or something, weren't they? Oh, very good. In 1539, these crusading knights persuaded Emperor Charles the V to give them the island of Malta. He made but one condition. They were to pay him each year the tribute of the falcon, in acknowledgement that Malta was still under Spain. Do you follow me? Yeah. You creep. Have you any conception of the extreme immeasurable wealth of the order of that time?
2: Well, I imagine they were pretty well fixed.
3: They were rolling in wealth, sir. They hit up the happy thought of sending the emperor from the first year's tribute. Not an insignificant live bird, but a glorious golden
0: falcon,
3: encrusted from Edifood, <laughs> with the finest jewels in their covers. Bling. Allow me to replenish your drink, sir. Oh. Bloop, bloop. Mm. Yeah. That's too much work. Yes. Weird. Well. What do you think of these knights? I don't know. Hmm. Well, sir, the glorious fowl can never reach Spain. Buccaneers raided the galleon in 1713. The bird showed up in Sicily in 1840, in Paris, and had, by that time, acquired a coat of black enamel, looking like nothing but a fairly interesting black statue. In 1923, a Greek dealer found it on an obscure Paris shop. He knew what it was. I heard about it in London and rushed over to buy it. But that Greek bastard was murdered in the falcon pool. That was 23 years ago. For 23 years, I've searched for that bird. I traced it to the home of a Russian general, Kemmerdorf. But he wouldn't sell it, even though he knew nothing of its value. I was forced to send my agents after it. I got it, sir. But I haven't got it. But I'm going to get it, sir. Um, 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 how soon can you, uh, how soon are you willing to, uh, produce the bird? Uh, a couple of days. Hmm. That is satisfactory. Well, sir, here's a fair bargain and profits large enough for both of us. What's your idea of a fair bargain? Oh. <laughs> Shall I say 100,000? Why not? What do you say to a quarter million?
2: Oh, then you think the dingus is worth a million, huh? Why not? Yeah, why not? Say, I uh, feel kind of funny, Gutman. That drink.
3: Oh, my dear man. How could you suggest anything so crude? uh... Mm. Uh... (laughs) Wilma! Wilma! Yeah,
1: the drink got him, huh?
3: Put your guns away, Wilma. You must learn to be subtle with these <laughs> things. Like me. <laughs> mm. Out
1: like a light, huh? Well, I own something. The louse. He thinks he's tough. Let's see if he can take this. Ah. Mm. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh,
3: that's quite enough, Wilma. You've kicked him enough. It'd never do to kill him here. Besides, Wilma, you know how I hate the sight of blood. <laughs>
0: In a moment, you will hear the second part of Academy Award. You yourself uncover jewels more precious than the rarest gem every time you smile. Your teeth are priceless. Preserve their natural brilliance with creamy, smooth, squib dental cream. (laughs) For the polishing agent in this quality dentifrice is one of the safest, softest, yet most effective known to dental science. That's why you can actually see the refreshing difference when you brush your teeth with Squibb Dental Cream. Ding! (laughs) And you can taste and feel the refreshing difference, too. That's because the delightful flavor of Squibb Dental Cream Ding! is cool and inviting as a shady bed of mint. Because the refreshing action of Squibb Dental Cream Ding! leaves your teeth and gums feeling gloriously clean. So for a brighter smile... And a happier mouth. Try Squib dental cream. Ding, ding. One of the great family of Squib products. Ding, ding, ding. Taste, <laughs> feel, and see the refreshing difference. Use Squib dental cream. Ding. In a moment, you will hear part two of the Maltese Falcon. But first, we want to thank Warner Brothers for making this story available, whether they know it or not. And one more thing, on August 6th, Warner Brothers will celebrate the 20th anniversary of Sound Pictures. Yes, it has been that long since the silent shadows of the screen found a voice. We congratulate you, Warner Brothers, on this historic anniversary. <laughs> Yo, bro. <laughs> and now, the House of Smithy presents part two of Academy Awards, starring Drew Nelson and the Maltese Falcon, with Anne Pervu and Noah Danby. I guess the name of
2: Sam Spade was a cinch from the back page obituaries But I came out of it somehow and managed to get up and stagger out of that apartment I went around to the hotel where Joel Cairo had a room And made a deal with the house dick to let me search it All I could find was a newspaper in a wastebasket Folded back to the steamship news There was a list of arrivals and one was marked It said 8-7 a.m. The La Paloma from Hong Kong that was good enough for me. I got a cab and rode to the docks. The La Paloma was on fire and burning beautifully. I went back to the office to hold my aching head and think things over when the door opened. And a tall guy in a long black overcoat <laughs> stood there with a package in his hands, making gurgling noises before he fell like a tree. Contemporary! He, <laughs> he should have. He's dead. <laughs> took a good long look at him. He was a maid off the La Paloma. I wrap, unwrapped his package, and there it was. A black bird. A Maltese Falcon. I grabbed the phone and listened. It was Bridget O'Shaughnessy, and she said she was in trouble. I found her shivering in the dark corner of an office building, and I took her and the Falcon home to my apartment. <laughs> Put her on the couch. I put the falcon in the ice box where no one would think to look for anything, including ice. I came back in and switched on the lights. Quick and found a surprise party waiting to greet me. Uh,
3: well, sir, we're all here now. Let's sit down and be
2: comfortable and talk. Sure. Get away from me, Gunzel. You're not gonna frisk me.
1: Stand still, shut up!
2: Put your paw on me and I'm going to make you use that gun. Ask your boss if he wants to be shot up before we talk. Oh, never mind, (laughs) Wilma. Wilma.
3: You're certainly a most headstrong individual, Mr. Spade. Well,
2: uh, let's be seated. You too, Cairo. You can put down your gun, too. Mm, Of course,
1: Mr. Spade. I was only using caution, as it were. <laughs> you <laughs> ready, Guldum? <laughs> <Governor? Helium
2: first. laughs> you ready to make the first payment and take the uh, falcon off my hands? Well, sir, as to that,
3: how about $10,000, sir? Oh,
2: we were talking about more money than
0: this. Yes,
3: yes, yes, sir, we were, but this is a genuine coin of the realm, sir. For the dollar of this, you can buy $10 and talk, and besides, There are more of us to be taken care of now. Well, that may be, but I've got
1: the falcon. I should not think it would be necessary to remind you, Mr. Spade, that though you may have the falcon, yet we certainly have you.
2: Yes, I'm trying not to let that worry me. We'll come to the money later. There's another thing to be taken care of first. got to have a fall guy. The police have to have a victim. Somebody they can stick for those three murders.
1: Two. Only two murders, Mr. Spade. Thursby undoubtedly killed your partner.
2: Alright, two. What difference does it make? The
3: point is we gotta give the police. <laughs> oh, come, come, Mr. Spade. You can't expect us to believe at this late date you are the least bit afraid of the police. Or that
2: you're not able to handle what I'm, I'm up th- to my neck, Gutman. <laughs> I gotta come through with somebody, a victim, when the time comes. If I don't, I'll be it! Let's give him the guns. Well, he actually did shoot Thursby and the other one, didn't he? Anyway, he's made to order for the park. Let's turn him over to the cops.
0: Get up on your feet. I've taken all the writing from you I'm going to take. Get up. Shoot her down.
2: Now, now, Wilma, Don't shoot. Don't shoot. <laughs> there. There, consul. That'll take care of you. Put him on the sofa. Sorry, Bridget. But you seem to have recovered.
1: I'm... I'm all right.
2: Good, good. Well, gentlemen, there's our fall guy. And now, gentlemen, you agree. <laughs> all right. Or I'll turn the falcon and the whole lot of you in. Mr. Spade, I don't like this. What if we uh
3: took matters into our own hands
2: and killed you? You won't, or you'll never find the it. Hmm.
3: Hmm True But there are other ways. We could make you talk. No, I take it, and I make you kill me. And you end up the same <laughs> way. <laughs> I believe you would, too. <laughs> well, I've always felt toward women like a father. Mm, but you can have him Swell. <laughs> Let's get the details fixed. Why'd he shoot Thursby? Thursby was Mr. Shaughnessy's ally, we thought. Disposing of him, we would teach Mr. Shaughnessy to patch up her differences with us regarding the ferry column. And the, 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 the mate from La Paloma? That was Mr. Shaughnessy's fault. Cairo <gasps> hmm. oh. <Yeah. laughs> got in touch with me when he saw the notices of the ship's arrive. He remembered that the mate of Mr. Shaughnessy's had been friendly and on court. He called on this man, but he, with Mr. Shaughnessy and the bird, slipped through our fingers. We followed them to her apartment, and we almost shot the mate as he was coming down the fire escape. (laughs) (laughs) He saw him many, many, many times, but the man was tough. Tough, and he did not drop the falcon. We uh, persuaded Mr. Shaughnessy to call you. But unfortunately, she did not call in time to prevent you from meeting the mate and getting the falcon. I see.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Now, sir, would it be presumptuous if we
2: asked to see Falcon? Okay. It's in my icebox.
3: (laughs) Icebox? I say. You are a character, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Very, very clever of you. Very!
1: I got it I've got it brilliant at once yeah. wrapped in this
3: <laughs> Now have it twenty three years Ah It is it But we'll make sure Hand me a knife sir
1: yeah.
3: I'll peel some of this dis in the <laughs> it's
1: a, it's a fake.
2: <gasps> All right, O'Shaughnessy, you've had your little joke. Now tell us about it.
1: No, Sam, no. That's the one I got from the Russian. I swear. <laughs> you bundled it, <laughs> Gutman. You and your stupid attempt to buy it. The Russian caught on how valuable it was. No wonder we had so little trouble stealing it. You imbecile! You bloated idiot!
3: Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) This is the Russian's hand. There's no doubt about it. Well, sir, what do you suggest? Shall we stand here and shed tears and call each other names and use foul language (laughs) again and again and again? Again? Or shall we go to Istanbul and interview our Russian friend? Go
1: to Istanbul. For 23
3: years I wanted that little item and have been trying to get it. If I must spend another year on the quest, well, that will be an added expenditure in time only.
1: I'll go with you. (gasps) Wilmer's gone!
3: Wilmer's gone? so he has. That makes it imperative that we go too. Oh, by the way, sir, I'll trouble you for my envelope containing the $10,000.
2: I kept my end of the bargain. I'll settle for a thousand for expenses. Thank you. I'll allow you the thousand. That'll take care of my time.
3: Well, sir, we'll say goodbye to you unless you care to undertake the Istanbul expedition with us. You don't? Oh, that's too bad. Well, sir, the shortest farewells are the best. Adieu, adieu, to you, 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 and to <laughs> you, Mr. Sholmes. Have you the rare avis there on the table? There is a little memento, the Maltese Falcon.
1: <laughs>
2: All right, O'Shaughnessy, talk.
1: Where shall I begin? He
2: came to me and asked me to have Thursby followed. I put my partner on it. He followed Thursby. He was killed. He must have told Thursby he was being followed.
1: I told him, yes. But please believe me, Sam, I wouldn't have told him if I thought Floyd Thursby would kill your partner. Miles hadn't
2: any brains, but he had too many years' experience as a detective to be caught like that by a man who was shadowing up a blind alley with his gun tucked away in his hip and his overcoat unbuttoned. But he would have gone up there with you, Angel. (sighs) (sighs) He was just dumb enough for that. And then you could have stood as close to him in the dark as you liked and put a bullet through
1: him. Don't! talk like that to me, Sam. You know I didn't know. Stop it!
2: Why'd you shoot him?
1: Oh. oh, I didn't mean to at first. I I can't look at you and tell you that, Sam.
2: You thought Thursby would oh. tackle him. If he got Thursby, then you were rid of him. If Thursby won, you had something on him. Enough to be rid of him for good. Wasn't that it? Something like that? But when Thursby backed down, you took the gun and did the job yourself.
1: Oh, Sam! Sweetheart! I knew. You angel.
2: Well, if you could get a good break, you'd be out of San Quentin in 20 years, you'd come back to me then. I hope they don't hang you, precious, by that sweet neck of
1: yours. You know deep down in your heart that in spite of anything I've done, I love you.
2: I don't care who loves who, I'm not going to play the sap for you. I won't walk in Thursby's, and I don't know how many others' footsteps. You killed my partner, and you're going over for it.
1: Why must you do this to me, Sam? Surely your partner wasn't as much to you as... Ever. Listen,
2: listen to me. This won't do you any good. You'll never understand me, but I'll try once and then give it up. Listen, when a man's <laughs> partner is killed, he's supposed to do something about it.
1: The and mansplaining it... portion of the <laughs> planning. <laughs> and it
2: happens, we're in the detective business. Mm. Well, when we money, your organization gets killed, it's bad business to let the killer get away with it. Bad all around. Bad for every detective everywhere.
1: Oh! You can't send me to... The... Sam, you can't! You love me. You love me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I do. What of it? Maybe next month I won't. I've been through it before. I'll have some rotten nights after I've sent you over. But that'll pass. I want you, sure. But I won't take you to the price because... Because all of me wants to... Regardless of consequences. And because you won't... And because you counted on that with me the same as you counted on that with all the others.
1: Oh, Sam. Darling. Kiss me. Kiss me.
2: Sure, sure, baby.
1: <laughs> what, a rotary what are you doing? Who are you calling?
2: The cops, baby, the cops. The <gasps> cops to come and take you away.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Today's performance of the Maltese Falcon was written for radio by Frank Wilson. Thanks, Frank. Uh-huh. <laughs> We'd like to thank... Uh, we'd like to send our thanks out to Dave the Man behind the computer and And our fantastic cast, Drew Nelson and Pravoo and Noah Danby. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That was Amazing. So My cool name advice. is okay. Tim Rideout. I'm joined by Shreya. Really yeah. We're yeah. getting to yeah. Yeah. fond and happy yeah. Yeah. slightly buzzed uh, good Happy. 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 Next time we're invited to listen to us when we're in the studio next, presented by the House of Smithy. Uh, a name you can of course trust uh, follow <laughs> us on Twitter and Facebook Instagram and make sure you follow all these characters as well and uh, stay tuned for, for the next one uh, coming up shortly yay oh, bye. ciao for now oh goodbye. that was hilarious mm-hmm. pl- that was fun guys was awesome. thank you always a blast that was